Hi, I'm Helen Wright, and I am a rugby coach. I believe that sport can be an excellent medium for the growth and development of human beings. But, like all things in this world, the only constant is change. I believe that sport delivery and coaching in sport has to change to adapt to the changing world around it. This podcast is about sport and coaching and change. What has changed about coaching female athletes or male athletes, athletes who identify differently than that? What has changed about coaching children or adults? What has changed? How will we change? Let's begin the discussion. Hello, everyone, and welcome to um, Coaching Needs to Change podcast. This is my podcast number 12, and it is an interview with Wyatt, who is a 15-year-old athlete, and I uh, just wanted to get his impressions and his perceptions on his experiences in sport generally, and then the one that he is most predominantly playing with. So welcome, Wyatt. Welcome to my podcast. And uh, I hope we have a cool conversation here. And I just want you to relax and uh, just be yourself and uh, just feel free to answer any of these questions any way you like. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, okay, you're welcome. (laughs) So how long have you been involved in sport generally? Like what kind of sports have you played? Yeah, well, I've always been... Um, attached to sports I feel like from a very young age with like my dad being in like uh, a bunch of sports since he was younger too so I've always been around sports in my life but uh, right now I'm playing hockey as the predominant sport and I've been involved with some basketball and a bit of rugby earlier on Um, and I'm kind of open to any sport that I play but yeah right now hockey is the main one that's cool and so why why like which one did you enjoy the most um yeah like I said from a very young age um me and my dad would always uh you know play hockey together he'd always you know do the backyard rinks and whatnot and yeah me and him would always have a good time so I've always been on the hockey train from a young age and uh yeah, I, I just find kind of what your dad did. So yeah, and that and that's what you guys could kind of do together. Yeah, kind of just yeah. like following his hmm. footsteps a little bit. Okay, so the primary person who kind of got you involved in sports probably your dad, right? Yeah, for sure. And so I'm gonna guess that if your dad was a super duper basketball player, you'd probably be playing basketball more than anything else. But yeah, my dad did play a bit of basketball, and I think that's what uh, enhanced me to do some basketball. Yeah, well, that's cool. How about rugby? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, my dad, <laughs> my dad and my grandma played rugby. So, um, my dad did a lot of coaching and playing, and I spent a lot of time at the, at the rugby house. So I was kind of inclined to play from a young age. Are you Are you gonna like? Do you see yourself participating in those other sports? Like, would you be open to, for instance? If all of a sudden, you know, you had a bunch of friends that played volleyball, would that influence you to participate? Like, are you resistant to anything? Are you open to everything? Um, Yeah, a little bit. Because, um, like, with those big sports, I feel like, like, if I try to join it without having, like, 
like the dedication that a bunch of my friends do yeah Yeah, the skill set that my friends do like you like it's getting to an age now where if you just try to hop in it's like really professional right and they're really (laughs) good so because all your friends are really good it's a bit intimidating for you to actually just sort of start something new yeah a little bit and I just stick with the things I'm good at I guess (laughs) okay and so when um when you're when you're playing hockey what is it about hockey that that just like do you like the feeling of when you're skating or or do you like what is it about hockey that you like the most yeah for sure um from yeah when i was little i learned how to skate and i always loved the feeling of going fast and moving fast and you know and then also i eventually got into like the shooting and like the sound of the post when you hit the puck on the post and you know the feeling of when you score or you know the feeling when you do like a sharp turn it's it's just like so mesmerizing and it's like it's like sound and you know lots of sensory stuff yeah, happening sensory there stuff. so so you you've got this feeling of going fast you've got this feeling of of shooting and scoring and all of that and even just the click 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 of the of the puck handling and that that all comes together and just sort of makes you feel pretty good does it yeah yeah it's uh like pretty much everything about it like so do you have to be playing a game to feel that way or uh, no, even just like farting around by myself, just like, you know, the sound of the stick handles, you know, the, you know, if the ice is really fresh, it sounds nice. You know, once you, once you get a bit of weight behind you, like, so then that cut, <sighs> yeah. cutting yeah. sound that, yeah. and, and so, so many times we don't kind of always know, do you find that that stuff almost is like, like regulating like it almost comforting to you all yeah, those sensory kinda. it's kind of like a version of that like i feel like that's what everyone in, is inclined to play sports by a lot of it is sensory like even you know even nba players right like you know they shoot a ball and they make the swish and it's just perfect yeah so point the finger yeah keep the elbow in make yeah pretty the swish. much so what what can take away that that feeling of because that's really joy you're yeah. talking about right like it's joyful to do that because you don't even have to be playing and you don't even have to have other people around you you can just be by yourself and and be in this kind of joyful moment what would what takes in your experience sort of what takes away from that kind of feeling yeah for sure um uh, like a lot of um like there's a lot of different things that can take it away um as like when i was younger right playing hockey like nothing really much that could take it away from you but um as you start to get older like you know getting on getting in slumps of like not being able to score or not being able to get a point or having a couple bad games in a row you know that to like sometimes coaching you know this year i didn't have the greatest coach and you know, it was a little hard to navigate around, but I just tried to focus on myself. Um, so, so coaching yeah. is pretty important in the whole experience of what you're playing, right? Because a coach can make it a good experience or make it a bad experience. Is that correct? Yeah, it definitely has something to do with it. But um, I think it's really important when you're uh, when you're younger. It's important to have the good coaches, and when you start to get up to that higher level. 
it's important that you also do face some adversity with different coaches and um, it helps you throughout your career. So when you say face some adversity, um, what, 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 what adversity do you mean? Like what would be, what, what's a challenge for a player um, in relationship to a coach? What would be a challenge? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's, there, there's a bunch of different ones you could say, but like, you know, one that definitely sticks out to me is like favoritism. Like there's a lot of coaches out there who, you know, they have their favorite players respectfully, but you know, it's important to treat all your players fairly. And yeah, and so do you, so, like, does that mean, like, playing time and, or even just how they talk to you? Yeah, and... it, yeah, it could mean a bunch of different things, but, like, uh, yeah, talk, them talking to you, like, in the situations, they're more inclined to talk to their favorite players off the ice, or, you know, also, also just about the amount of opportunities that you get. Some players will get more opportunities than others. Yeah, I remember when I, um, was playing rugby and it it used to just piss me off when the when the coach would talk so in rugby there's forwards and backs right yeah and it, and the and the scrum half is like a quarterback yeah and so like if the coach talks to the scrum half like the like they're the you know the the mover and shaker like yeah I get it that that person is important on the team but hey us forwards us big girls we're the yeah. ones who win you the ball and it would just piss me off. Right. When they would, you know, just talk to the scrum half like they were the only person on the field. And I remember feeling a bit guilty, a bit childish, thinking to myself, oh, for God's sakes, Helen, you know, like you're just being a childish here. They're not paying as much attention to you. But it actually does make you feel like even as an adult, I felt that. And I would imagine that, you know, as a teenager, you would be even more sensitive to that. What yeah, do you for think? sure. Um, like I always like to say, it takes a team to win and, uh, you got to make sure you're giving all your players the right opportunities and chances. <laughs> you know what, Wyatt, if you say, yeah, for sure. One more time, I'm going to have to remind you that we are not actually on an NHL interview here, right? <laughs> You've got all these answers down pat. It's like listening to the interview of all the hockey players between the, between the periods. You guys have got lines out there. Yeah. Um, so what kind of coach brings out the, like, what type of coach would bring out the best hockey in you? For me personally, like, a coach, it's kind of like, uh, like, in, in the middle of, like, the tough stuff and, um, you know, also being soft towards your players. Um, you know, it's hard to deal with a coach that is, like, you know, that doesn't have any personality to their players and uh it's like, like really like if he's rude if yeah. he's and and like really forthright yeah, and like a, like a personality towards your players you know you show them that you're not just a coach you can also be like someone they can talk to okay and then also you know not being that coach that's uh that's you know really soft on players and you know it's okay if we lose right everyone's goal is that we win games and whatnot and it's uh important to have that middle ground so not too hard, but not too soft. Like not the guy who says, it's okay, boys. You know, yeah. you played shitty, but you know what? It's okay. We'll yeah. get him again, right? Because that's kind of pacifying, right? Not yeah. taking you serious as an athlete. But at the same time, you don't want somebody that's screaming at you at yeah, the end exactly. of the game, right? So you want somewhere in the middle. Do you like 
coaches that are all about skills like or do you like coaches that are about strategy like is there a, a kind of favorite thing that you like to do when you practice well yeah it's it's important to have both of those that we work on right because it's important to be able to use things in game situations and you know when you're in a tough tough spot you know you can make your way out of that and maneuver your way out of that and then it's also important to have the team strategies down like you know in hockey penalty kill power play breakouts it's important to have all that stuff with you as well okay um so when when you're not having a great game or not having a great practice right and 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 you know you make mistakes a lot of times we can see athletes that are out on the court or out on the field or out on the ice and they make a mistake and and they you can see that they're in a bit of turmoil right like um they're probably criticizing themselves what kind of self-talk like what happens to you when you make a mistake on the ice and this doesn't have to be like the nhl interview answer this could be like seriously like you know be a little bit vulnerable here what what kind of self-talk do you have like do you say oh Wyatt what the hell right or or what do you say to yourself when you are are making a mistake or not having a great game yeah I think it's really important to keep a like a positive attitude so what do you say uh like most times I'll try to like it's more like visionary of like I like to like picture like a page flipping to like a blank page where you can just like start somewhere new it's like park this feeling yeah i'll deal with it later uh keep playing yeah like but then also like thinking that like you know it's a new period or it's a new quarter okay and so do you ever like crap on yourself do you ever say oh man you know i wish i had done that differently or geez sean wyatt helen you know joe mabel stop it stop making mistakes like do you ever say that kind of stuff to yourself um yeah like there's times where you know I get frustrated in uh different situations but um I try to keep it positive because it's like it's it's hard as a player to like perform in a negative headspace yeah what happens if it just gets worse is that yeah, it? it sort yeah. of spirals yeah then. yeah th through like years before I've learned that like you know it just keeps spiraling down if you don't try to change something and make it go back up and do your do your guys on the bench do they like does do people generally support you like do or do you find that sometimes you get real jerks on the on your team and 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 they can be critical and you have to kind of go you know just blank that out right just don't listen to them or generally speaking how are your how are the teammates that you play with yeah they're usually pretty good but um but most of the time, like, it's important that, like, you listen to the thing, people that are being genuine rather than the people that are not. Like, there's some people, oh, you need to do this or, oh, you need to do that. When you, when there's other guys who are like, you know, you need to fix this, and they try not to do this, right? Then you say, you know, okay, my bad, I'll fix it, right? Instead of being like, yeah, whatever. Okay, to... so it's it, so you have communication. Do the players themselves do a lot of that um, sort of fixing up? Like, do, do the players uh, sort of help each other, uh, and rather than the coach always saying, you know, you should have gone, you should have shot high, or you should have shot low. Like, who gives you the most feedback sometimes on the bench? Honestly, a lot of the feedback that 
is on the bench comes from our players. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, there's a lot of times where, you know, you make a mistake. People can tell if you know you made the mistake or not. So, of course, you know, if you turn over a pass and someone says, you know, you can't, you know, they look at you, it's kind of easy to tell if they know that you knew that you messed up or, like, you don't know, right? Like, And then, and then they sort of talk to you accordingly yeah. right yeah like if like, you didn't know they'll say you know what like you we can, don't do that on you the can, breakup yeah right? you can kind of see it on their facial expressions it's like oh damn it you know you get really frustrated and uh yeah okay well that's cool I, I would have i would not have thought like even as a coach i would not have thought that there was that much feedback that came from the players as opposed to you know like we think that the coaches are the only one who's given feedback but but the players are are kind of uh play an important role in that so um why would you ever consider being a coach like what what would ever make you want a coach well yeah i'm for sure going to take my sport as far as i can with it but um yeah in the future you know, if that opportunity opens up to me, I'd definitely be ready for it. Yeah. Would what um, what kind of coach do you think you would be? Um, I think I think I'd probably be a hockey coach. Honestly, I I like I enjoy the sport. I even enjoy like going out to my brother's skates and helping all the kids out there, and it's pretty fun to be out there with them and so what what type of coach like would you be a inspiring sort of yeah raw raw guy or would you be a all right guys here's the plan for today you know we practiced this and this is the strategy or would you be like a a more inspiring kind of all right guys you know let's go let's get at it what kind of guy would you be well i mean it would depend what level i'd be coaching like what age group but um like once again, my dad has really inspired me with his coaching methods on how, like, he inspires and, like, makes it fun for the younger ages. But once you start getting to the older ages, it's also important to make it fun. But, you know, most of it's going to be, like, pretty professional and serious. Okay. And how would you treat your players if they were not winning? Like, like what would how would you as a coach treat your players if they're not winning? Yeah, like I said before, it's it's important to keep that middle ground of like being super strict and serious, but also having some positivity, right? Like you don't want to pump your players up too much because then they start to not care. But you also don't want to um, be super like hard on your players because then they just start getting down on themselves. So I think it's important to be in the middle to understand that that wasn't, you know, we got to get back, but also the fact that you know, it's not over yet. Okay. Do you think that hockey and playing sport has made you a better person? Yeah, for sure. I do believe that. Um, like throughout my life, you know, it's important that, you know, kids do play sports and, you know, at least try it out. And, and personally for myself, I've learned a bunch of different lessons in my life that have helped me out. What kind of lessons? Uh, there's a bunch to name, but, um, (laughs) I can just kind of remember one of them is like, um, like working without, without people seeing, like it's important. Like work ethic, work, like, like putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like putting in the work when nobody's watching, like it's important to, it's important to, you know, work hard and not pretend like you're working in front of people because eventually that'll come back and, 
bite you in the butt or it can help authentic you authentic work yeah. Like, yeah yeah that's all word. right well that's cool so if you had children would you encourage them to play sports yeah for sure i mean it's definitely a good learning and growth opportunity and you can definitely take it far in life are are your friends can you tell the ones like um like what are some of the characteristics of of your friends that have played sports before, like have played sports and the difference between the ones that have not played sports can you can you sort of identify or do they all just sort of have their own personalities and it doesn't matter well, yeah there's there's a lot of different people with personalities but i think it's like hobbies is the difference of it like sports and hobbies i don't have a lot of friends who don't play a lot of sports because like I've never really been able to like connect like with them because like 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 things that I like to talk about on a daily basis are sports whether it's like the NFL or the NBA or the NHL and yeah I definitely enjoy talking about that. So you're not talking to any about anybody about art? <laughs> you're not yeah. talking about to anybody well music you might you might talk to people about music but yeah, so, some different some people have like music hobbies and you know i definitely support my friends through that but uh, but your big go-to in yeah. terms of conversation so how does that work then um with your social life does that like do you does your social life kind of rotate around your your sports well i mean my like, I do have a busy schedule with hockey, but I try not to, like, let that affect my social life. I like to hang out with friends a lot and, you know, spend time with my family. Well, that's, like, the perfect answer. So I think that uh, uh, we've kind of gotten through all the, the questions that I had, and uh, I'm pretty sure that people could use this as a template for the interview sessions for NHL players between periods. Clearly, <laughs> clearly you've been influenced. I mean, you're even using the same phrases, which is kind of cute and kind of funny, but I guess more importantly, what it shows to me uh, as this podcaster and as this person is what an influence the, that sport actually does have on young people like I can see you you know sort of emulating you know what what a professional hockey player would say or professional anything would say and I think that that's important to realize uh, as a community as parents right that yeah our kids are being influenced right by the people uh, that they're watching and by the people that um, you know that are, are coaching them and I think it's important that people pay attention to who's coaching your kids. Like if would if you had a kid that was being coached badly, would you probably want to know that, wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important that, you know, from a young age there's a lot of kids who get some good coaching advice. Yeah, and so if they were being coached badly though, would you you'd want that to be come to the forefront as well right like yeah you, for sure but, somebody's got to tell on somebody right yeah. if, if it's not working right yeah for sure do you think that um most kids your age like 14 15 um would have the courage to do that or do you think that it's a bit scary uh i think it kind of depends on your personality as a person um like it's definitely difficult for someone who's shy and doesn't like to talk a lot to speak up about something and then there's different personalities where someone's you know a little louder than others and 
it would probably be a bit easier for them to say what's going on. And so do you do you feel like you as a player have the freedom like in your environment to speak up if something's not right? Like do you feel like you could do that without having any penalties like imposed on you or or being called out or anything? Like Well, yeah, I'm definitely the type to be a people's pleaser, but I try not to let that um affect uh me for standing up for myself in different scenarios. So I think it's really important that um you're able to stand up for yourself, but Would you stand up for another player if if you felt that they were not standing up for themselves? Yeah, for sure. But Do you think most other players like do you think generally speaking that that's what your the boys on the bench with you would do? Yeah, for sure. There's like we got a lot of heart on our team and you know it's you know all the guys really think it's important and they don't mistake to call out if someone's not doing something right well thanks Wyatt I really appreciate you um, coming out and and sharing your thoughts and uh, I wish you good luck and I'm actually quite heartened by the fact that you know you feel like the environment is actually pretty open to allow you to express yourself and allow you to stand up for yourself and most importantly, allow you to participate in the stuff that gives you that joy of playing. So thanks, Wyatt, for coming out. And uh, I will talk to all you podcast po people. And this is pretty much a wrap for me today. So um, take care. And I will talk to you soon on the next podcast. I don't know if I'll have a guest quite as intelligent as this one, but I'll shoot for one. Bye now. Well, that's a wrap for this session, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please feel free to tick the like box, because that lets me know if anyone out there is listening. You can also find these podcasts on my website, barefootflying.ca. That's B-A-R-E-F-O-O-T-F-L-Y-I-N-G dot C-A. If you want to add your opinion to the discussion, feel free to email me at HelenWrightRugby at gmail.com. That's HelenWrightRugby at gmail.com. Talk to you soon. Be well.